Welcome back to the Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Porter, Dr. Vizco, Therapy Medical, and at FantasyPoints.com. Gracias por tus oídos. Um, I just want to address, before we get into these injuries, as we move into the semifinals of the fantasy football playoffs, a couple of things. Number one, I wanted to formally let everybody know who is listening that I am uh, deciding to leave the Minnesota Twins minor league physical therapist position. Um, We're leaving amicably. It's time for me to move on. Um, I got the third contract offered to me. I politely declined. Everybody uh, ended on on good terms, and I really am going to appreciate, I do appreciate all the time and the people uh, that I got to know with the Minnesota Twins, but I just want to let you all know. So uh, more on what's coming next after that. The other thing is, if you're following, that means you're pretty dedicated, pretty devoted at this point. Could you please hit that subscribe button, hit the follow button on your on your app, and please leave us a review, a five-star review. If not, uh, then you can leave a four-star review if you really want to. Leave some feedback. Uh, rate us five stars for sure, please. Uh, I haven't asked all season. I've tried not to, so please, that does really help. Please make sure to do that. And also understand that you will get a lot more off-season content from me this year in terms of podcasts. You'll get dynasty stuff. You'll get keeper stuff. You'll get more theory, um, how to manage injuries more efficiently. Uh, the off-season really is my jam. I really do honestly enjoy the off-season much more because we get to, to dig into the nitty-gritty of how to actually play this game better. So I really do appreciate the off-season more. Um, so if you want more of that, make sure you hit the follow, subscribe. So let's move on. Right, let's start with the two guys that are probably looming large on your rosters if you got to buy or um, if you're really looking to understand what to do with these guys. Number one, obviously, Jamar Chase. So by now we know, Ian Rappaport has confirmed, that Jamar Chase is going to miss time. Jay Glazer actually was the first to come out and say uh, Jamar Chase is probably going to miss, quote, some time. Here's what they probably found. They probably looked at his MRI, potentially found a small fracture in the shoulder, or they just saw that the gap or that separation of the shoulder that they're calling it uh, was pretty unstable or, or, or they did some testing. It wasn't just an MRI, right? There was basically what they found was Jamar Chase is in pain and Jamar Chase's imaging doesn't look great. So what are we going to do? We're going to shut down Jamar Chase for a period of time. Typically, what you see with these injuries, these AC joint injuries, is guys end up missing at least two weeks, typically somewhere in the ballpark of three three or four, sort of like we saw with Debo Samuel earlier this season. So Jamar Chase, if you need a roster spot, he's droppable. It's the semifinals. You need to start. Depth doesn't matter at this point, um, other than maybe some backup running backs to ensure yourself. But really, Jamar Chase is unfortunately droppable. This shouldn't impact him moving forward. The other guy that you're wondering about, Tyreek Hill. What do we do with Tyreek Hill? Well, just like I said last week, I was um, actually saying... I am surprised that he didn't play. Uh, I think that was probably the wise decision. I think it made a lot of sense. And what you see, and I want to applaud Tyreek Hill and the medical staff, because what you typically see with wide receivers that I talked about last week is a 32% re-injury rate when these wide receivers try to come back too soon. And Tyreek Hill wanted to avoid that, and he felt he wasn't ready, so he didn't go. I think that was a smart decision. I think that was great. Now, it doesn't mean that he's going to come back and be at 100%. But what you typically see with these injuries, uh, if Tyreek Hill does decide to go, and I think he will, what you typically see with these injuries is that guys are down in the yards per target uh, section, down in yards in general, down in receptions, but it's Tyreek Hill. It's the same concept that I said last week. Tyreek Hill, if he's active, 
you're playing him. He takes one, two, maybe three plays to get there for you. You need to start Tyreek Hill unless you're in a literal four or eight man league, eight person, eight, four person league. You do not need to bench Tyreek Hill under any circumstances, but I do believe that he'll be back. Another wide receiver here, Michael Pittman, took a shot. Um, and I can give you the numbers, but again, every concussion is always different. You have to check him for concussion protocol every day, make sure that he's progressing nicely, right? But here are the numbers. Average amount of missed time for wide receivers, uh, that's half of a game. The median is zero and the mode is zero, so most frequently the missed zero games and the, the median, the middle point is zero games. Uh, but every again, every brain injury is different. The re-injury risk is 8% if he decides, decides to come back, and the fantasy production does dip by 36% in their first week back. But because they're scheming for Michael Pittman so much, I wouldn't be too concerned about that. I still think he's a solid wide receiver 2-3 play for you if he's active. So make sure that you're checking in on him. Uh, but also have a plan B. I do think it's important to have a plan B for Michael Pittman. So in terms of more receivers, uh, Marquise Brown got ruled out. I'd be surprised if we saw him. He really hasn't been able to put up numbers. I think they just need to shut him down. Jaden Reed out with a toe injury. Uh, most of the time, these injuries are just one game, right? We saw um, an extended period of time missed, for example, with Traylon Burks. I think that was last season. Uh, we had some issues with some some guys with toe injuries um, this season that didn't really result in anything more than a game. Curtis Samuel comes to mind. So I think at worst, Jaden Reed will miss one game. You're probably going to have to find another flex. Um, I don't think that Dontavian Wicks is a bad option. Other than that, Running backs, right? Let's hit the, the, the big hitters of running backs. Zach Moss, uh, apparently it's an arm injury. Some people are calling it uh, a shoulder injury. I don't really know. To be honest with you, based on the video, it looked like it could have been shoulder or forearm. Basically, Shane Steichen said that Zach Moss is, quote, doing fine. So that means that he was having issues. There were reports that he was having issues gripping the ball, which does become problematic, obviously, for a running back. But he's going to try to play through this week. Uh, I do think that he's going to be active. When it comes to Jonathan Taylor... And an update on Jonathan Taylor. They're probably going to throw him out there. They're going to see what it feels like for him to grip a ball, throw a ball, catch a ball, hold on to a ball. Uh, he's going to get put through a battery of tests by the athletic trainers, physical therapists, uh, and they're going to try to find out exactly how strong that thumb is. I do think he's got about a 50% chance to play this week. It's relatively arbitrary based on feel, uh, based on what I'm reading, based on what I see. Even though there's optimism, I don't think it's a slam dunk. And I do think that he'll probably get a relatively temp tempered amount of work when he does come back and i would be surprised if he got a good amount of passing down work so you know jonathan taylor he is one of those guys unfortunately you throw him out there um but i wouldn't you know i would expect maybe an rb2 return so don't expect jonathan taylor to carry you to your fantasy football championships and of course more quarterback injuries right we'll start with uh tommy devito just make sure he doesn't report any new symptoms make sure you're checking in on him if you really need him uh make sure that you are checking in on will levis who it looked like he had a high ankle sprain ironically enough uh that's what ryan Tannehill had and ryan Tannehill will probably have to start in week 16 so pay attention to will levis's status zach wilson he was placed in concussion protocol trevor lawrence placed in concussion protocol i'm just going to tell you like i like i've said it a hundred different times on this podcast Every concussion is different. Every human is different. Every brain is different. They all respond differently, but I can give you the numbers. Here are the numbers since 2018 for quarterbacks after a concussion. Um, the mean amount of missed time is one game. The median is half of a game. Uh, the mode is zero games. So basically you're looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of zero to one games typically is what you see. 
Now, if he does come back, if Trevor Lawrence comes back, uh, if Zach Wilson comes back, understand that after uh, one week, the concussion uh, re-injury rate is 33%. Uh, and the turnover-worthy plays for quarterbacks goes up by 60%. So we're hoping CJ Stroud gets through the protocol this week. We're hoping Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence do as well. But um, as of now, you just really need to create a plan B, especially if you are in two quarterback leagues. But this is it. All right. This is the last uh, recap of the, well, probably not the last second to last recap of the fantasy football season. So thank you so much for coming up to, to this episode, listening in on this episode. I'll give you a few more projected returns for the next couple of weeks. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Geno Smith, Brian Robinson, Isaiah Pacheco. I think those guys are relatively, it's not confirmed. I'm relatively confident that they will be back this week. Guys who have a chance this week, Nico Collins, Josh Jacobs, CJ Stroud. I think those three guys have a decent chance to come back this week. Um, I'd sit them early in the week. I'd sit them around 50% chance to return. Here's some guys that I don't expect back until week 17. I think at the earliest, Alexander Madison, Christian Watson, AJ Dillon, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Kenny Pickett, Marquise Brown, Will Levis, Jonathan Taylor, like I mentioned before, is week 16, 17 is possible. So if you need anything else, make sure to hit me up on Twitter at FB Injury Doc and good luck in them DFS streets.